Welcome, boils and ghouls, to Handle Whiskare. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slashing Cast Network, discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. Spooktober is in full swing, and we are celebrating the holiday all month long with some of our Halloween favorites. I'm your host, Emily Drunk, joined as always by my co-host Holly Hooch. And Holly, Hello. you know, there's been a lot of stuff happening as I as I mentioned prior. Like this month is jam-packed with so many goodies. Uh and you know, especially this week in particular. But you know, how has your week been going so far here? It's been going great. I've been getting lots of shows in. Um, I was just saying that I finally watched the Fear Streets, and I liked them. I thought they were, I thought they were really good, and you know, I, I didn't regret watching them. And I spent six hours doing that, and that was fine. I'm getting into some French horror, which has been, uh, um, I don't know, just I really dig it. It's called Marianne on Netflix. That's what I'm working on right now. I finally watched all of Squid Game. I get it. It's good. <laughs> I don't regret it. I hope there's more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, like you said, there's just a lot going on and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's been it's been a busy week. Uh over the weekend, I went to go see Scream for the 25th anniversary uh, special Ooh. screening that was hosted by Fathom Events. Uh, so that was cool. I was a bit bummed that they didn't actually attach the trailer for the new Scream uh oh. during the special screening, but you know, they're like, "Hey, like Trailer dropped Tuesday, so I'm like, yeah, I could, I could wait two two days. Uh, so, you know, Tuesday, which was yesterday, you know, that rolls around, and uh, it was my off day. I didn't know what time the trailer's dropping, so I'm like, screw it, I'm just going to sleep in, and if it's up, it's up, and if not, whatever. Uh, so by the time I woke up Tuesday, uh, the trailer was up, so I'm like, all right, let me let me get myself situated. <laughs> I had to shout out my... Uh, my neighbor, because that was his birthday, and his birthday is like a week before mine, and he's the one who I went to go see Scream with. Uh, he's the one mm-hmm. I actually saw Scream 2 with in the theater really? uh, when I was wow. a kid. Uh, so that was pretty cool, getting to you know, experience Scream for the first time in a theatrical setting uh, with him. So, of course, like r- when I wake up, I check my phone. Hey, have you watched the Scream trailer yet? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, let me, you know, get some food in me. I'm going to record a blind direct video. I'll throw it up on uh, on YouTube, and uh, yeah, I was just curious to see, like, what exactly are they going to go for? So, with that being said, uh, I did start a YouTube channel for the podcast, which is going to be kind of like a side project, where I'm going to be trying to be doing, like, weekly uploads, whether it's, like, a uh, reaction to new trailers, mm-hmm. uh, maybe some TV, TV reviews, because, you know, we do have a lot of stuff happening this month in particular uh, with... Chucky debuting last night on Sci-Fi and USA Network. Uh, We have I Know What You Did Last Summer premiering here in a couple of days Mm -hmm. on Amazon Prime. Uh, Same with Day of the Dead, which is premiering also on Sci-Fi over the weekend. Plus, we got Slumber Party Massacre uh, being remade on Sci-Fi as well, which drops over the weekend. Like, there's (laughs) there's so much stuff happening uh, just... Under one week, and it's not even counting Halloween kills this weekend. Like, there's just my mind is just blown. It feels like Christmas morning as a horror fan, and uh, you know, I I was very happy with the scream trailer. And again, like, I'll have the link to our YouTube uh, in the show notes. So, if you guys want to help subscribe to that, go check out the video. All that good stuff. I would greatly appreciate that. 
Do we have a YouTube channel so that we can compete with the other um, group that, <laughs> <laughs> that is also called Handle It's Care? <laughs> the two, the you know, ladies. You, are, you know, I'm so so <laughs> waiting for an email back from uh, from the other Handle with Scare, but you know, they're just gonna ghost us. You know, that's cool. Uh, I think that's for the best. Pro- probably. You know, I don't, I don't need that sort of sass in my life. But anyway, so the Scream trailer, <laughs> the Scream trailer was re- really cool. And, you know, my, my big question going is, it's like, okay, you know, a lot, technology has changed, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, even since Scream 4 came out, so I'm like, you know, I, I know some people still have a landline. So it's like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not so, Ooh. I'm not like so current in is times this, this- that the, we still have a landline here. We don't use what? it that often. Is it the dog's landline? Does the dog get to use it? <laughs> yeah, we actually like- keep it on the phone. So, you know, he can just hit like the speakerphone. Yeah. He yeah, can talk exactly to you wherever it. you are. That's exactly it. But, but, you know, it's just like, I figured, okay, you know, I'm expecting some sort of like hacking involved in this. Uh, and of course, it did come into play with the whole, uh, you know, security measures for the one house for uh, for Terra. But I'm just really excited the way they're actually doing this one because uh, Ghostface is definitely uh, has a different kind of like demeanor. He's more visceral, or they're just trying Ooh. to make Ghostface more scary now. Yeah, turn like you know, give him a little revamp, give him a little like uh, what do you call it, a makeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's a good thing. I really, I enjoy that because, you know, it gives you a little sort of a freshness to everything. Right. It's good to, to do shit like that. Right, and on top of that, we have Ghostface going after family members uh, of the first movie. Uh, so so that, that's going to be, that's going to be pretty interesting. So I'm really excited. January can't get here soon enough. So just a lot of stuff compacted into one week. Can't wait to go see Halloween Kills. Heck, we're going to be talking about Halloween Kills next week on the podcast, uh, which is something we normally don't do for, like, brand new releases, and it might be the only time that will actually happen. But, <laughs> you know, it's just that big of a movie that, like, I we couldn't do our October lineup without talking about Halloween in some fashion, you know? That's right, and it's just... This, I love this. I really, really love this. I, I think I brought it up last week where one of the things that I would do was just sort of like think like to myself in other years, like, oh, it's just Halloween. It's no big deal. I'm mm. a I'm a grown ass woman. I'm not going to dress up. And then come October 30th, me start, I start crying. I missed out on Halloween <laughs> and then having to put together a shitty costume and then trying to go to every party I can go to. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, you just got to get over it. You know, holidays are amazing. Just lean into them. Put up your fucking decor. Get a little costume going. You know, just enjoy them. They make life better. And I'm really happy that I get to really be really aware of Halloween from like the get go Mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got to dress up early last week. (laughs) I got two (laughs) costumes this year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even better. Yeah. I'm going to a Star Wars themed ball. Okay. And then I'm going to a party and I'm going to dress up as uh, we, I said this already, the they live, uh, the they live uh, uh, alien from the grocery store. And then the hubby's going as Roddy Red Piper. And uh, he finally said yes to the muscle suit. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which now means we have to give him a, a bigger flannel to fit into. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I'm going to a concert on Halloween night, um, uh, a, a pretty big one here in San Francisco. So I am considering getting yet another costume. But if that doesn't work out, 
I'm going to go back to the they live and, mm. and wear that. So, yeah, it's exciting stuff. Awesome. Obviously, have a, a good slate there. But anyway, so last week, Holly, you and I sat down and we were fawning over the female werewolf transformations in Trick or Treat. Or maybe I was. Yes. You know, we were both kind of. It's very, very seductive. Uh, and tonight, mm-hmm. well, you know, tonight's Ooh, movie. Seductive. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This movie just oozes oh. sex Ooh. appeal, like across Goodness. the board. Like, and then no sex. Wait, sex <laughs> does happen, and but yeah. it's so underwhelming because it doesn't happen between the people that you want it to happen between. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I really, I mean, it's so weird because I, I don't, I sort of get the plot. I feel like I don't really understand the ending. Okay. But, but let's get to it. I mean, I have what I think it is, and I didn't even want to look it up. I just wanted mm-hmm. to talk it through right. <laughs> the show. But yes, let's get into it. Yeah, but you know, what I will say is this was my first time watch. And you know, I already tweeted about this earlier. I was really mad at myself for waiting this long to actually watch this movie. Because this movie reminded me a lot of films like Drive. You know, it just has like that cool factor behind it. The amount of synth wave uh, in this movie. uh, The saturated colors. Uh, even, you know, I really like the whole uh, haunted maze that they had for the Halloween dance at the high school. The hotness <laughs> that is such and such, dude. I can't remember his name right now, but he was in Downton Abbey. And he did not look that hot in Downton Abbey. Like, he, he spent a year in the gym or something. But yeah, it's amazing <laughs> in that. All right. So we have the guest release in 2014, directed by Adam Wienerd. And uh, the synopsis for this is a soldier introduces mm-hmm. himself to the Peterson yes. family. Claiming uh-huh. to be a friend of their son who died in action. Af- right. After the young man is welcomed into their home, a series of accidental, air quote, <laughs> uh, deaths seem to be connected to his presence. All right. So, you know, I already mentioned the synthwave soundtrack uh-huh. of this movie. Uh, and you have Steve Moore who composed this. Uh, using the same synthesizers that John Carpenter had used for Halloween 3. Season of mm-hmm. the Witch, which I'm sure is everyone's favorite Halloween. No one's going to dispute that. I'm sure everyone. Uh, but anyways, what I loved about that is, like, not only did you have that connection with Season of the Witch, but you also had the, the different masks uh, from Season of the Witch uh, happening in, like, the climax of the movie because they were projected, like, all over the wall with the jack-o'-lantern yeah. and the witch uh, and the skeleton mask, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and, like, really the only other thing that I noticed was, you know, during one's one of the like costume parties that they had where uh, David and Anna were uh, getting high and hooking up with people. Uh-huh. Uh, they actually had the, uh, the Fox mask from your next as one of the yeah. costumes in there as well. So that was cool. To good see. eye. Good eye. Cool. That's very cool. I didn't catch any of that. I was just really focused on the dude, but you know, goodness. that's that that's understandable. <laughs> Seriously, everybody you gotta watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I kept saying, like, there's all this unresolved sexual tension. And it just, um, I loved it, you know, because it's it's frustrating, but mm-hmm. it really gets you really engaged with the movie. Like, it's you're feeling something, like, at all times, and it's not necessarily fear uh, or suspense. But then you mix it up with fear and suspense, and it, it's, it's a pretty good combo. It's a pretty good cocktail. I mean, everybody knows that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was basically, like, a horror movie with thriller like timing in regards to like the pacing mm-hmm. like this is a really yeah. well-paced movie and that's one of the reasons why it really it was nice stood and quick out. 
Uh, but anyway, so we're introduced to the Peterson family who are, you know, dealing with the loss of their oldest son, Caleb, uh, who had died in combat during the war over in Afghanistan. Uh, and, you know, we're meeting David Collins, uh, who had just been uh, discharged from the army. Uh, and, you know, he goes to visit the Peterson family. And, you know, you know, we learn a little bit about David's background, uh, how he is a former sergeant. Uh, you know, presumably he was Caleb's best friend. Uh, and, you know, he was with him the moment that Caleb had died. And Caleb wanted David to, you know, return back to his house, you know, just so, you know, check in on the family, you know, take care of things, you know, let all the family members know how much that they love them. Uh, and, you know, we, we have the very early impressions of David being really positive. You know, he's well-mannered, well, he's friendly, he has that, like, pretty calm demeanor. Always saying, like, yes, ma'am, to uh, Mrs. Really Peterson quiet. and even... Uh, Anna, the 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 sister uh, who's like in mm -hmm. her like early twenties uh, at the time, and you know he's just he it's kind of initially uh like kind of like a drive by like you know he's just gonna pop in see how right. everyone's doing make sure everyone's okay and then he's gonna be out the door. Uh, but you know this is someone who didn't really have any plans set in stone for like where he was going to stay. Uh, so you have Laura, the mother, uh, inviting him to stay longer. Just to, you know, hear more about the relationship son, uh, yes. between David and Caleb. Uh, and, you know, we learned a little bit about uh, Anna. You know, she's working at the diner. She usually works like the PM shift. Uh, so when David shows up, Anna's actually sleeping, but she does wake up. Uh, and before heading out to the diner, she meets him for the very first time. Uh, so... You know, right away, you know, you kind of have, like, the first impression. Yeah. She doesn't really know what to think of it, and she's just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Basically, like, who's this weird guy standing in my, uh, in my house? Really nice hair. Yeah. And, uh, you know, rather than staying at the nearby ho uh, motel, Laura basically invites David to stay in Caleb's room for as long as he would like. Uh, so already well, we know, have the house guest, you know. Yes, but we should bring up like the very first little tiny red flag that they put on film for us, which was um, was he when he's headed towards the house and he has to go on foot, and he <laughs> inexplicably just runs the entire way, and you're like, okay, this guy's a fucking psycho, because <laughs> he's got a backpack and he's fully clothed. It's not like he's in like workout gear, right? That's what I'm trying to get at. But whenever I see some somebody do that, I feel like it's an indication of like this person's not. Not, that person's not right in the head, which also happened in one of the born identities. And I remember thinking like, oh, yeah, he's a bad guy. And he was. <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there. Okay. So so your connection is uh, if they run, they're they're bad. For no reason. <laughs> if they run towards, I don't, I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I mean, come on. He could have walked. He could have jogged. He could have hitchhiked. <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying, like, okay. if you're just immediately sprinting to your next location and you're fully clothed in normal clothes, mm -hmm. you're there that you should not trust these people. That's what I'm getting. Well, at. I will point out that Claire does not run, <laughs> and she was the bad one. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't, oh, it's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> like a base, like a baseline statement in every movie that, you know, the people okay. that are running are the bad ones. <laughs> True. I'm just saying that the opposite doesn't mean you're good. I'm just yeah. saying if it happens, it's probably you're bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, Claire doesn't run. I, nah. I, I couldn't I could the connection at first. I'm like, who, Claire? What now? Oh, that's right. Ah, the stylist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> ah, but anyways. He's staying at the house. Uh, Everybody yeah. loves him, except for except for her oldest daughter or daughter. Yeah, and uh, and uh, not 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 too fond uh, right away. Uh, but you know, Laura, the mother, believes that you know David being there is going to be good for the family uh, as they are still in the grief and process of losing their son. Yeah, uh, that's a great idea, mom. It's like when your dog dies. Yeah, let's let's get another one for a little mm-hmm. bit. It's totally going to fix everything. Yeah, it's or not, or let's it's just twisting the knife. Let, man. Let's get it stuffed, and we'll keep him in you know on, in like the dining room. Ah, but anyway so we learn more about the family uh they have uh a son who is a teenager currently in high school uh luke uh who has been you know dealing with some shit at school uh often getting bullied Bullying. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know when he returns home from school he meets david and you know david is pretty quick to uh spot kind of like his demeanor you know he he's kind of yeah. very timid you know he can obviously see the the markings on uh luke's face because he was kind of like shoved into one of the lockers uh earlier in the day and you know that one of my favorite sequences in this movie is how they deal with the bullion uh specifically when they get to the bar scene which is such an awesome sequence yeah uh but you know right away you know, David, uh, you know, notices what's going on. Uh, he, he picks up on it really quick. Uh, and we hear uh, Laura and Spencer, who is the husband, fighting over David staying at the house. You know, it's one of those situations like, you know, you're just bringing a stranger, you know, into the house. Like, who who yeah. even is this guy, right? Yeah, And absolutely. really, really, that should have been the question all along, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm glad I live in a one-bedroom apartment. There's nobody for me to put anybody anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's no room for me to put anybody up is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that was that was a bad call there. You should really not let strangers stay in your home unless you're Airbnb. No, you shouldn't even do that. It's too dangerous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that depends if you're a super host or not. I guess so. Yeah, yeah if you've got a nice little cabin with no running water and, like, you know, <laughs> termites and shit and you could really use the money, go for it. Mm-hmm. Ah, but anyways, we head to the uh, one of the parks where Anna and her boyfriend, uh, Zeke, are smoking up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Anna's just really worried uh, that, you know, having this walk-in, breathing reminder of Caleb isn't going to be good for the family. Well, it's not, yeah. not going to be good for Zeke either. Uh, <laughs> no. In this case. Well, he kind of gets off easy, though, if you consider. Com- comparatively, yes. Comparatively, yeah, Zeke's all right. Zeke's actually probably happy to be behind bars for a little while. Right. And, uh, you know, we we have Spencer and David basically, you know, talking things over uh, as they're watching football, uh, sharing a beer on the couch. Uh, And Spencer's basically talking about how uh, he just got him passed over for a promotion at work. Uh, And he's a little bit worried about, you know, the family's money situation. Uh, and, you know, David kind of, like, brushes off, well, like, you know, Laura loves you, like, she's, you know, it's not really gonna bother her, but obviously, like, it's, it's bothering Spencer, you know, being, uh, basically leapfrogged in regards to this. Right. But, you know, in the end, you know, for, for a short period of time, it actually kind of, like, works out for Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) You mean because he kills his boss? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know he's you know, yeah. He he, he, he's, he's not he's not not promoted for that long, unfortunately. 
No. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so that's uh, David being helpful towards the family, you know, mm. uh, case number one. And then we go on to case number two, which are we going right into going right into the bar? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So basically, okay, okay. that is uh, a really good scene though. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's beat up some children. Yeah. David's helping out around the house. And one of the things that he does is he goes to pick up Luke from high school. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know, during mm -hmm. this, this scene, like he doesn't like drive off right away. You know, he's, he's like kind of like observing a lot of the students and he, you know, turns to Luke, uh, wanting Luke to show him, you know, who would hit him the day prior. Uh, and you know, Luke kind of points out the group of jocks and their girlfriends. Uh, and, you know, David ends up following all of the jocks uh, to a nearby bar uh, who yeah. is serving minors, specifically like the ones that are on the football team. You know, so the popular kids in this case. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, David's just going to go handle some business here uh, and he's going to grab a drink in the process. And, you know, Luke's just kind of like... Little uh, Gotta, tentative, like, like I'm not going in there. And then eventually, you know, he, he does join him. But, you know, what I love about this sequence is, you know, obviously he, he already knows about the fact that, uh, you know, this bar serves the underage. So <laughs> David has this thought process of, OK, I, 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 I know how the yeah. system works and I could use this against the uh, the bar itself and right. you know the owner uh to kind of like shy away from anything that's going to happen while he's on uh you know the premise of you know this facility uh so david long story short he beats the shit out of the <laughs> kids and then tells the bartender well if you say anything you're mm -hmm. gonna get in trouble for serving minors but the sequence is really cool so why don't you <laughs> tell him like piece by piece well, first, starting with the drink. Starting yeah, with the, drink. The, the the drink order is the most important uh, yes, part of the this. <laughs> so uh, David is like, all right, uh, you see the table over there. You know, we're gonna we're gonna order the girls blowjob shots, uh, and then for <laughs> all of the football players, you know, give them some cosmo yeah. <laughs> Uh So of course the jocks aren't too fond of this. They approach David and end up pouring the cosmos over his face. And, uh, you know, David throws his drink, which I is basically... Think... Oh, uh, that's what, right. What was his drink? It was, like, hot sauce and something else. It was something ridiculous. It was, like, a really obnoxious liquor, and then it had hot sauce as well, because he knew he was going to be throwing it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, he gives uh, Luke a little, like, whiff, and he's like, holy shit. And then he takes, like, a tiny little sip, but he doesn't really drink it. And it's, like, the size of, like, a large shot glass. Like, it's not mm -hmm. that much of it either, right? So, yeah, like he was preparing himself to like toss this drink into somebody's face because he knew that that Cosmo was going to come at him. Smart. I like David. I mean, oh, shoot. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> He's a very likable bad guy, mm -hmm. even towards the end, which is a really fun thing that some movies can do where that way you're so invested in everyone that it's, it's, you're, that's the, what builds suspense because you care. If you don't build characters properly and you don't care, you don't give a shit about them, you don't care who dies, you don't care who lives. Although, if you make a really charismatic killer, you don't really care who dies either. That is <laughs> but at true. At least you have fun watching. <laughs> well, let's continue. Yeah, so uh, David ends up throwing this fireball drink in one of the jocks' face, uh, ends up clocking Dad. both of them. Uh, and, you know, this is where the f the bar fight breaks out between the jocks and David. Uh, and Luke ends up taking a punch 
Uh, but, you know, David pretty cleanly wins this fight. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's, uh, you know, bottles involved. You got, like, the pool cues and everything. So very, very mm -hmm. typical. But, like, the damage is definitely done by David uh, in this spot, despite the fact that, you know, Luke kind of got his uh, nose bloodied uh, when he got punched in the face by one of the other jocks in this case. So, you know, David surveying the situation and just conjures up this story that he's telling the bartender, like, hey, you mm -hmm. know, make sure you call this in. Uh, tell everything the way that it is. You know, tell them how you were serving, uh, you know, underage <laughs> minors in this case. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he, he footed the bill for the damage. So paying for the the trouble that he caused, basically, in this case. And that's what I like about David, you know. He, he knows his own mess. He, he knows that he's going to get into some shit. And he's going to take care of his business. But he's going to make sure that, you know, whatever he is disrupting... Uh, you know, he's he's gonna make things square in, in some fashion. <laughs> Which is also kind of like a weird way that the movie ends. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, why are you doing this, David? I think it's just him cleaning up his own mess. But let's go back to the bar fight. So, <laughs> wait, I mean, this is my theory of the end. But back to the bar fight, I was just gonna say that I think I'd be really bad in a fight unless I was winning 100% or like 80%. I mean, I don't see how these kids like get hit twice and then get up and go in for a third hit mm -hmm. like that. I would like I, I might square up and then like, you know, get hit really hard and be like, no, 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 I don't want this. So, yeah, I think I'd be really bad in a fight. It looked really painful. They yeah. Really and painful. especially when you consider the fact that uh, David kind of has this uh, sort of like secret because he was in a program <laughs> where he's kind of a super soldier i guess that's the best way to put it sword <laughs> i mean like it's you just don't know such a it's such a weird like they, there are definitely like some lines that uh needed to be a little bit more refined in this movie uh mm -hmm. but you know that's also part of the thing that's like so intriguing about it too it's like you don't know too much about of it. it yeah exactly and he's just i don't know like he's a very um just a very manly man, like the good parts of, of, of the stereotype of a manly man, which is just like in control and like he's a, a good under pressure, um, strategize as well, stuff like these are all things that any person would love to possess. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so I'm just saying that it was it was attractive. Yeah, so back at the uh, the Peterson household. <laughs> yes, Laura, Laura, yeah, Laura is uh, dragging Anna into the kitchen like, hey. Take David to the party you're going to. But, Mom! <laughs> you know? But, you know, Anna eventually, you know, gives in. Uh, and, you know, is getting ready for the party. And then, okay, this is where the sexual tension really starts to hit tenfold, Ramps right? <laughs> so Anna is looking to get ready for the party, you know, banging on the bathroom door thinking that Luke is in there. Uh, Luke wasn't. It was actually David, uh, David getting ready for the party. So David opens the door shirtless. And Anna is just completely <laughs> beside herself. <laughs> like, yeah, she is uh, gobsmacked, I yeah. would say. And because, uh, yeah, like, and he, dude's been working out. Like, he looks very, very good. And it's, and, and also all the steam's coming out of the, mm. the bathroom, too. So he's just like, backlit and steam and it was it's it's a very effective scene and it's very hilarious that like he is just again kills uh, cools a cucumber and she's just like which 
Yeah. And like, again, that unresolved sexual tension that just really adds a whole lot of spice to the rest of the movie. Yeah, because there are definitely a couple of scenes in this movie where Anna is basically like returning to a room of some sorts, shutting the door Mm -hmm. behind her. And then she just has like that eye rolling experience where she has to take a breath to like collect herself after being (laughs) gobsmacked, you know? (laughs) Again, this movie made me feel 14 and I really appreciated it. All right, so we're heading we're heading to the Halloween party, uh, and we meet Kristen, uh, who is Anna's friend who also works at this diner. Uh, And Kristen, like most of the women in this movie, can't help but I fuck David when he arrives. (laughs) And uh, you know, David, being the gentleman, is helping uh, bringing the kegs in. Uh, So you know, you got that shot of him like. Have, like point, like, the, like the boombox, you know, it's like whole sequence lugging two <laughs> uh, heavy kegs on his shoulders, uh, and you know, like initially, uh, Anna's kind of like on her best behavior at the party because you know the house guest is there, like she doesn't want to be, uh, you right. know, too bad. But she sees David partaking uh, in smoking a joint, some weed. Uh, <laughs> and uh, David actually. Uh, hands it over to Anna, and Anna initially wasn't smoking at all because of David being there, but as soon as she saw David taking a hit, uh, then Anna followed suit and been like, all right, Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, And then this is when Kristen's ex-boyfriend arrives at the party. Uh, He's very abusive and was really asking for it. Yeah, just grabs Kristen by the wrist and trying to, like, pull her away. Uh, David puts a stop to that pretty quickly and just throws him... Uh, up against the wall, like head first, breaking uh, one of the framed like photographs that were was hanging up in the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, or wherever they were, and uh, you know he apologizes for uh, you know and the picture bad. and everything, Sorry. but you know that so sweet that boy had it coming. And yeah, of course, Kristen immediately she's like, "Okay, green light, let's go do this." All right, yeah, you want to see the rest <laughs> of the house, and by the rest of the house, me in my bedroom. <laughs> you know that was yeah. that was the only stop on the tour, and uh, you know they immediately <laughs> hook right. up. Immediately it was hook up. To be a tour. <laughs> what about the laundry room? I never got to see that. Um, but you know, like that—that's one of the things about this movie because there there are moments of like that sexual tension. But like anytime there's a hookup, it's like bam, we're done. <laughs> you know, like yeah, but it's not about the sex, which yeah. is refreshing. And there was that weird little thing where uh, Kristen's on top and she's kind of you know trying to work it and uh and then she's like are you not into this because you know because he wasn't hard and he was like oh i'm into it but then like he takes you know over being on top and 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 then you cut away which kind of makes it seem like unless he's engaging unless he's dominating Mm -hmm. like he's not he's not really reacting which i don't know maybe the whole super soldier thing you were talking about that's part i don't know i don't know if that's how they make them i don't know if jean-claude van damme had the same issues and uh (laughs) universal soldier just needs to be in um, control. You know, I, I bet we could just give him a call and find out because mm-hmm. I don't think he's doing much these days. Yeah. So uh, also at this party, <laughs> we have Craig, uh, who is offering his uh, support to David. Whatever, oh, poor Craig. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Uh, and like David's kind of like giving him shit, like being very stern with him, and kind of like freaks Craig out. Like, <laughs> and Craig's like, like on the edge of his seat, like, and David's like, dude, I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> That poor actor, like he always has shitty roles like that. The mm-hmm. only really good role that I saw him in, although I'm sure he's had others, just the only one that I noticed him in was he had a really good role in Bones. Okay. But then everywhere else, like you know, Grandma's Boy, right? That's what I remember him <laughs> from. Yeah, it, it's just shit roles, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, not not that the roles are bad. It's just that they're not like 
they're typecasting him because like he's like a you know tall lanky dude and so kind of making him like a nerd whereas you know in bones he's a nerd but at least he's like you know uh he's in charge of shit you know and he and he does cool things with his life and shit but you know what i mean like like oh and this one he's just kind of a scumbag yeah this one he's the middleman yeah and he's got no backbone and but he also hadn't he didn't really have a coming he's just Mm -hmm. a middleman and although he was dealing in arms but you know whatevs you know it's small town stuff yeah Yeah. at least it wasn't meth although it's probably meth too He's the guy that has the connections, and uh, you know David is looking to acquire some firearms uh, to make a cash deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know Craig's Craig's the guy to talk to in in this case. Uh, so also at this party, you know we have Anna getting into an argument with her boyfriend who uh, is in a band, about to go on tour again. In a band. Uh, and you know she does leave the party with David. Uh, and then you have like this, it's kind of like intimate like conversation uh, in the car ride home after they argue over who's going to drive. Uh, and, you know, David is more sober between the two because uh, mm-hmm. Anna is much smaller than him. And she's stoned in this case. Uh, but, you know, they, they kind of have this back and forth. And David uh, basically quips about how, you know, if he had a girl like Anna back home, then he wouldn't have gone and gotten shot. Uh, over in Afghanistan, basically. Because, <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, like, Anna's really cute. But, like, oh, my gosh. I, I'm, I'm starting to sound like such a horn dog for, like, talking so t- talking so much about how hot this guy is. But if, like, if she's, like, an 8, then he's, like, an 11. Mm-hmm. So you're, like, you're very excited for her. You know, <laughs> when he starts talking like that, you're, like, oh, my goodness. So. I mean, it is a step up from, from Zeke. I mean, I'm just. Fuck yeah, it is. I mean, later, not so much. But at least right now it is. Fuck dude's mm-hmm. band. Just saying. And, uh, you know, Anna I'd immediately recognize because she was the uh, the main protagonist it in follows. It Follows. <laughs> yeah. I love that she's... I mean, I've only... I've seen her in this and I've seen her in that. And I want to say that... I can't I can't think of another thing that I've seen her in. But uh, I like... Um, I, I really, really like it when actors seem to dedicate themselves to the horror genre. Mm-hmm. And not really dedicate themselves. But when you just see their faces over and over again and you just associate them with really good quality horror movies, like it's... It's a good feeling, you know, you start to look for them. And um, I really, I think she does really well in these movies. She did really, really well in It Follows. And I can't wait for more. I mean, she's not always in the best movies because she was also in uh, one of like the Alien Invasion movies, uh, The Fifth Wave. (laughs) But then again, she was also in the last uh, Independence (laughs) Day. So like she kind of had her her Alien Invasion uh, arc and then she also has her, her, her horror stuff. Yeah, well, the latest shit is getting good. So you know, she's and she's a really like she she couldn't be older than like her mid twenties. So you know, she's got a lot of time ahead of her to make some good movies. Let's see, how old is she? Look, up Look it word. up. Let's find out. Uh, and twenty eight. Oh, okay. Well, then, but this movie came out in two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. So six, seven, twenty eight. So yeah, 21. she's twenty one there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> math how does it work math i figured it out <laughs> don't pretend i wasn't getting there did you use your fingers i did not no, okay. i was just looking up at the ceiling no, okay <laughs> so i would you see i wouldn't even know if you were lying to me because the camera's off anyways <laughs> yeah i mean i'm it's for your own good yeah but anyway <laughs> so get it getting back to uh anna and david you know they have that they have that connection and uh the next step of course after their little heart to heart, is uh, Anna offering to make David a mix CD. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wait, people, people still do that? <laughs> not in 2014. I mean, that was no, that was not. <laughs> that was still 
That wasn't a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, it's very small town or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, you I know, mean, a- I, I kind of get it just from the sense that a lot of pieces in this movie feel like they're from the 80s or it just has that sort of vibe that's like the atmosphere that they have but like the the mixtape part or like the mix cd aspect of that is well after that but it is kind of an older fashioned uh thing to do because it was mixtapes and it went to mix cds it should have been like a it should have been like a soundcloud playlist Mm -hmm. That would have been like more in well, this, with the time. Dave, David really doesn't have anything, you know. So that that is kind of like the other part of it. So it has to be something. Does he have a CD him. player? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he does at their house. <laughs> okay. Oh, their house. Yeah, at, at the Peterson <laughs> he house. He doesn't live there, man. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's only, he's only going to be there for a few days. He can have this disc man too mm-hmm. to go with your CD in 2014. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's okay. see. Well, let's actually, let's see if it skips as you're running. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just okay. If he has his laptop, which I don't think he has a laptop, maybe there's one built into him. I think in 2014 <laughs> they still had like disc drives, mm-hmm. so that might have been a thing that he could have done. But, you know, I think we're focusing on the wrong thing right now. So maybe we should move <laughs> on. Are we? Because <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely like, native. No, but anyways, no, we need to talk about this because it doesn't it doesn't fit the profile of this the movie. This is not feasible. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Two thumbs down. Uh, but anyways, uh, so Anna overhears David, uh, who's on this cell phone call on his burner phone, uh, mm-hmm. mentioning that, uh, you know, some people might be looking for him. You know, that might explain why he was running. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's looking to find more information out about David. Uh, come to find out that, uh, you know, she calls the army uh, base where he was situated. Uh, David's record is classified. Uh, and when that phone call is made, mm. it'll, it alerts this private uh, corporation, KPG, uh, who... Basically, like, assembled a special forces team uh, to head to the Petersons' home. Don't really know why, uh, but, you know, because David is there, everything's kind of, like, on high alert. And then you're like, okay, well, who the fuck is this guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I, I need to be on the first charter plane out. <laughs> and then at this point, you're still thinking, like, well, he loves his family. Mm-hmm. He's going to take care of family. And knows maybe if anna hadn't uh or not anna but the mom hadn't fucked him over maybe things would have gone different but i bet it wouldn't have i bet that that was the uh, i've been discovered mm. burned it to the ground maybe yeah i mean yeah. i i, I don't okay. think there's any way the family was going to get out of it no Mm-mm. even though you know yeah. david was like you know i was trying to think of another way it's like uh, those like businessman dads that like go crazy and they kill the whole families because they feel like they because they're going to kill themselves anyway. And they think like, oh, they can't survive without me. So I might as well kill them. Yeah. Maybe it was something like that. Or yeah. maybe maybe there were whispers in, in the halls like in Amityville. Oh, yeah, the, wall, the walls yeah. were talking to him. That's some chatty walls. But anyways, when they're in the kitchen and like they're getting shot at and he's like killing people here and killing people there. And he finally ends up with the mom in the kitchen. And then he's like, Shh. and then she like, what? I just, I don't, I would have, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see how she thought she was going to get out of that by yelling that he was there. Yeah. If, if she was like, if she had more distance, I would have been like, yeah, man, right about. But like, he was literally arms like 
arm's length away and and of course proved it when he stabbed her feels bad man mm-hmm. yeah we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves oh shoot sorry all right let's backtrack yeah uh so we have david meeting up with craig and the the arms dealer uh to uh <laughs> oh, shit. to purchase some one. weapons yeah and uh <laughs> you know david's like you know i'll take all of them uh and then he threatens to kill the dealer Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, he shoots the dealer in the head with the 9mm. Uh, Craig yeah. is running off. He should have zigzagged. Uh, yeah, he, he ran straight, and, uh, you know, David uh, didn't have one in the chamber initially, so he grabs another gun, shoots Craig in the back, <laughs> despite, yeah. you know, the ground that he covered. But, you know, this guy's a super shoulder. He's going to land that shot with the 9mm revolver or whatever. with the zigzag, right? It's yeah. Zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Craig... Got a little bit of space, but not enough. Uh, and then we come to find out that Spencer's boss uh, and his boss's girlfriend were found dead in their home. Uh, and it was kind of like written off as a double suicide, despite the fact that this guy was completely normal. Uh, they kind of like pass it off as uh, like a a drug overdose, basically, mm-hmm. uh, in this case. And, you know, Spencer's like, well... I'm going to be started as a regional manager first thing tomorrow. So, like, there's a silver lining. My boss died, but, uh, you That's know, he's, weird, he's the one who leapfrogged. So I guess I'm going to make the most of it. I feel like that doesn't happen. I mm-hmm. feel like it would take more time before a company. It would take more than a day, I think. <laughs> Somebody dies, or you're like, "Holy shit, what are we gonna do?" Okay, okay. Yeah, like maybe, maybe don't come into the office tomorrow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's just it just seemed like a little too quick of a turnaround. Although, don't get me wrong, they will replace you as fast as possible, but mm. usually it takes a little bit longer than that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And in fact, I wouldn't have been surprised if they're like, "Well, we didn't." first place so we're gonna bring somebody else from the outside. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hire outside the company again. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Like that's how companies are. Yeah, they're they're gonna undercut you. That's basically mm-hmm. how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, so Anna gets informed about a body being found at the quarry uh, from Zeke, her boyfriend, uh, and you know she also got an update from the army about David uh, after she inquired uh, initially. Which flag? So good about following up on random girls calling about. Uh, you know, it's 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 important. She she's the one who's wanting to know like who the fuck. Like, who is this guy? Uh, uh, but, you know, kind of too little too late because uh, she finds out that David Collins allegedly had died a week ago uh, in some military hospital where a fire from oxygen tanks had broken out, killing 20 people. Oh, no. And, you know, I saw that. I was like, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Must have been a pretty big fire. Or a very small hospital. Yep. <laughs> you know, touche. That is a fair point. <laughs> it was it was mostly canvas. I'm so sorry. It's just a big yurt. <laughs> We're on the middle of Area 52, you know? It's kind of mm-hmm. warm out. Yeah, yeah, it went up pretty quick. Could have just been a brush fire, you know? <laughs> Could have just been a brush fire. <laughs> Somebody was smoking near the tanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David. I mean, there was a lot of smoking in this movie. It's very plausible. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we head to uh, the porch where uh, David pulls out a butterfly knife uh, as he is carving pumpkins with Luke. Uh, and so handy. He brings it out like three times. Shit. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you've met anybody that carries a knife, they'll pull it out of the fucking time, too. 
Absolutely. And uh, this is where David offers Luke some advice on dealing with his bully problems. Uh, basically, it's like, hey, Luke, uh, just, you know, bring a knife to school. Shitty pro-life tips. <laughs> like, bring a knife to school. And then it's have like, you thought about stabbing here, them? have my butterfly knife. <laughs> <laughs> have you considered violence? Because that seems to work pretty well for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you noticed this, Holly, but, you know, the two of them aren't really alike. In any fashion. <laughs> no, at all. Not at all. <laughs> ah, so, uh... Like, like, why is Luke still in the frame? Get, out, get the fuck out of here, Luke. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, Anna returns home to uh, swipe David's burner phone. Uh, and she takes a picture of the numbers that David had been contacting, whether it's via text or, uh, you know, phone call, because she wants to find out more about who he's been in oh, touch yeah. with since his visit uh, and we find out that the gun, the phone. <laughs> yeah, the gun that was killed, uh, used to kill Craig, was found in Zeke's van on mm-hmm. top of some drugs. Not, not, nothing shocking there. He, he was also a drug dealer on uh, this case. So, mm-hmm. you know, Anna has a really good pick of boys uh, to choose from in this case. You know, you got the super soldier murderer and the uh, pot smoking drug dealer. But, you know, if you also count in the, the guy who beats up his girlfriends, she actually did pick the best one out of, <laughs> in town. Out of the out of the two options, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, um, not, I mean, she, not that she has a great head on her shoulders, but it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It's just really bad options. That's why you get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, so there's this huge argument uh, by the family uh, and, you know, David is also there, and Anna's basically, like, trying to bring up, hey, like, well, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I, I called the army and all this stuff, and, uh, her dad, Spencer, is just really hard on Zeke being like, well, you know, he's a drug dealer, he smokes pot, you know, his, the death, his death was on him <laughs> because of, you know, what he does. Yeah, they all back David pretty quick. And also, Luke is just in love with David, too. He's like, mm-hmm. Luke's, uh, David's the best. Yeah, he breaks some laws. Whatevs. <laughs> and I skipped ahead a lot because I forgot all these things. I'm like, let's go right in for the kill. And you're like, no, there's like 30 minutes of movie we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that scene also uh, has the dog tags that was being shown to Spencer. Because uh, uh, mm-hmm. David didn't really have any sort of ID on him. Uh, but he mm-hmm. also didn't really like to wear his dog tags either, which was... Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, but, you know, that was just Anna's way of, like, trying to, like, catch David for, like, not being who he says he is. And it kind of backfires on her in this case. Mm-hmm. Because everybody sides with David. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, yeah, David rocks. You suck, Anna. We like him more <laughs> than you. Why don't you get the fuck out of here so we can all look at David? That's pretty much how it went. Yeah. Get out of here so we can share a beer. Get out of here, Anna. And watch football. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, Luke is, Luke is still getting bullied in school. Uh, and, you know, one of the bullies is, uh, sharpening a pencil and, like, driving it into the back of Luke's neck. And, you know, Luke is just tired of this shit, just turns around, decks this kid in the face. Good job, Luke. Uh, and the bully ends up throwing him up against one of, like, the cabinets in the classroom. Uh, and then Luke comes back with a fucking yardstick. <laughs> Yeah. And I, in that moment, I laughed so hard because I'm like, yeah, that's what you fucking get. 
<laughs> Sometimes you just got to stand up for yourself. You know, I'm a very nonviolent person, but that's the truth. You got to stand up for yourself. Yeah. And what it's important to note that this is one of the jocks that was beat up at the bar. You yeah, know, he's, he's bandaged up. Balls. I mean, like, really, like, he could even, you know, like, how are these guys so forgetful mm-hmm. about the fucking beating that they caught already? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have to look alone, but yeah, that's yeah. just me. Uh, well, needless to say, the jock and uh, Luke get sent to the principal's office. Uh, and, you know, David is there with Laura to, uh, you know, bring Luke home. Uh, but, you know, bef- before they, they head into the principal's office, David, you know, walks up to Luke you know, wanted to know, you know, hey, what what happened? <laughs> and Luke's response was basically uh, in the realm of <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you know, you stood up for yourself. That's what he wanted to see. Sure, he didn't use a butterfly knife in this situation, but Luke fought back. And that was like the main thing that uh, David was trying to tell him. Like, you know, don't take this shit lying down. Fight back and maybe these kids will stop fucking with you. Yeah. And then he pulls a pretty good move on the on the principal, on the mm-hmm. principal. Yeah. Like, what was that? Yeah. Because yeah, so, uh, what 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 was that word that they were using to describe him? That that slur against gay people that, that they use. Again. And uh, and and the principal was like, "Yeah, whatever. It's just some words." He's mm-hmm. like, "No, no, 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 sir. That's a hate crime." Yeah. So he kind of blackmails him into like you know letting shit go and well, because he was going to get suspended or some shit. He was. And I think he just got like uh, detention for a month. Mm-hmm. And it was really great how when he. He gets blackmailed a little bit, and then the principal's like, would detention for a month be acceptable? (laughs) And David's like, "Mm, I think so. Yeah, we can work with that. (laughs) That was pretty neat. But yeah, I I love that, because David just throws it back in his principal's face about, you know, this being a hate crime. No, you. And he's just like, well, I wonder how many other things have happened under your nose here at the school, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) And then before before David leaves, the principal's like, wait, who who are you? And he's just like, I'm a friend of the family. (laughs) Because, I mean, like, he's letting this kid get bullied, too. I mean, I guess schools don't do much in general Mm -hmm. for kids that get bullied. But, I mean, they could. I mean, he could have, like, talked to those jocks and say, hey, you guys keep this up. You're getting kicked off the football team. That's it. That's all. Because, I mean, that's their whole fucking identity, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you guys want to fuck with that? And they'd probably be like, fuck, fine, all right. And then, you know, they you know, they'd probably scale it back quite a bit. They'd probably not go down to zero, but it, I'm sure it would get better. Yeah, and what like, I love mm-hmm. about that scene in Principal's Office is the mom, Laura, is just as quiet as a mouse. Like, she doesn't really know, know. how to respond. And, you know, David's the one who's like, you know what? She's res- you know, <laughs> we're going to sue you and the school board. You know, you're going to be hearing for, from our lawyers. <laughs> yeah, and then principal's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Yeah. Slow, slow down. No one is suing anyone. You know, well, slap on the wrist. He could have school detention for a month. He could help with uh, setting up the gymnasium for the Halloween dance, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I did notice that in this movie, like everybody's just so happy to let him take control, which mm-hmm. is very telling. And I guess goes back to the whole like, well, you know, if I'm not here, you probably you guys, you guys' life is going to fall apart. So I might as well kill you. So interesting. I've already spoiled the movie. Let's just I mean, let's let's just, you know, lean into it. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Luke wants to talk to David uh, out out in private uh, after you know, the principal's office, and Luke mentions, like, hey, uh, Anna thinks that you killed Craig, and it's just like, yeah, I don't really care, like, you know, I like if, you, if you killed him, I like, like, you're cool, Craig. like, we're cool, right? You're like, cool, yeah, man. right? 
you know, we're, we're the same side. Uh, and he asks about whether or not David had killed his dad's boss. And he's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. You know, don't worry about that. You know, two of us are friends. And uh, David is just kind of like, well, why, why wouldn't you say anything? <laughs> you know? Because we're friends. Yeah, because we're friends, we? man. <laughs> okay, Luke. And then uh, David asks whether... Going from to the next. Yeah. David wants to know, hey, has, like, Anna been, you know, talking to anyone else about this? Uh, and then Luke mentions Kristen by name, uh, you know, the one hooked up at, uh, job, you Luke. know, with the Halloween party. So, you know, Kristen is uh, on Death Watch in this case. And I'm like, man, yeah. Luke, you know... Luke, come on, Luke. Setting people up, you know. Jesus. I mean, that's... Don't trust people who, like, fucking murder random people. It's rule number one. I mean... Like a little clam. Like a you little know, clam. and... So at this case, you know, I, I kind of understand it from the perspective that, you know, David hasn't necessarily done anything bad to the family. So that's, that's not to say that that's work, not going though, to change. Man. But, you know, they're so endeared and enamored by his presence yes. that they're just completely blinded by everything going on around them. But that's the thing, T. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you cannot trust that somebody who does that, you know, anything kind of really shady to other people isn't going to turn around and do it to you just because you're friends. Right. Like, yeah, like I would say it with like writing people out at the minimum and killing people at the maximum, you know, <laughs> like just it's, it's, you can't, but you know, Luke is young. These are shit. These are things you learn with time and experience. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at, at, you know, uh, green age of like what is he like 16 or yeah just, he's just a naive high schooler <laughs> he's just a naive high schooler he doesn't know any better he probably hasn't even gotten laid yet so there you go you don't have perspective yeah all he Actually, has all he has is a pocket knife or a butterfly a knife that's knife. that's all he has and a little bit of a crush on david because come on who doesn't yeah he's he, he's one of many enamored Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, we have the special forces arrive into the Peterson house, and, uh, you know, this is when things really start to kick up, where you get more of the action sequences, uh, and- That's you, the part I jumped to earlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David ends up shooting two of them in the head before jumping through the bedroom window, uh, where he uh, basically, basically, like, rolls underneath the, the bed- uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you got more of these uh, special forces like entering through the window, uh, getting shot from underneath the bed. Uh, two of them all like get shot uh, in the then leg and then in the head. The house with like these like wall piercing bullets. Yeah, they like, like they're just these submachine guns just like absolutely destroying this house. That's awful. They don't know who's in there. Shit. And, you know, this is a part that's very conflicting, where, which you were talking about earlier, between Laura yes. and David in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, there is so much gunfire happening in this scene, where it's just like, but Laura, you have no out in this situation. Like, your exactly. house is getting fucking destroyed by all of these bullets. You know? You, you should be some like, remodeling is gonna have, have to be soon, like... Even if you say something, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. It's not a huge kitchen outright, exactly. but, like, the likelihood that she would have been collateral damage, regardless of if David was in the same room, just the fact that David was in the same mm -hmm. house as her, chances are she probably mm -hmm. would have died and, and gotten yeah. shot in the process anyway. But then, like, so you get a little conflicted here, not knowing exactly if he's going to, how the extent of, like, his sort of, 
180 is going to be right. Mm-hmm. Because right before he kills her, I mean, they're having a conversation about how he's really sorry about that this is happening or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, what does she say? I think he says like, I think he's trying to get her to like, you know, calm down. And she screams, he's here. Mm-hmm. And then he stabs her, right? Yep. So, I mean, I don't know if for a split second, like a viewer can think, okay, so she betrayed him by saying he's here. So he had a killer to silence her. So, you know, he might still have some heart for the rest of the family. But that is, <laughs> that is <laughs> quickly resolved very later. Or just the next scene, which is pretty crazy scene, actually. It was pretty awesome. Uh, but are we? Do you want to finish up in the kitchen first? You want to clean uh, up the kitchen yeah, before we move outside? Yeah, clean up all the mess in the kitchen. Uh, so David does confess, like you know, I haven't really been completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he kind of like apologizes to Laura, saying like you know there were just you know too many complications, couldn't really get the story straight. Uh, and you know she does ask like, well, did you know were like did you know my son? And you know he does mm-hmm. say like yeah, I was in the same program as Caleb. Uh, and that's when, you know, she tries to call out David's location, gets stabbed in the chest with the knife. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, David flees the scene in uh, the SUV. Uh, he does, like, shoot out some of the tires of some of the special force is uh, cars, which was pretty cool to see. Uh, and, you know, he's fleeing and there's a head on collision uh, on, on the escape when uh, Spencer and David collide in their cars. On purpose, yeah. like he speeds up and he aims and he kills the dad. Well, he the, he doesn't die exactly on impact, but just bam, just mm-hmm. nose to nose with those cars, and because you don't re- and you don't really expect that because that's kind of like out of fucking nowhere. I, I thought you know you were gonna pass each other and do that whole like, ooh, I see you, ooh, I see you, but uh, no, they went to the ICU. Well, no, nobody <laughs> went to the ICU. People died, and so he gets out of the car. And then he shoots Spencer, you know, right then and there. So then that's when you realize, like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. He's going, he's, he's like, nobody's safe. Right. And that's and- what I was trying to tell Luke earlier. You can't trust people like that. Yeah. Yeah, because even uh, Spencer's, like, looks up all disoriented after the collision. David? And then, bam, shoots him straight in the midsection. Bam. Uh, no conversation. Nope. Yeah. Just one and done. One in the chamber, Spencer's gone in this case, so parents down. All that's mm-hmm. left, Anna and Luke in this case, and of course, and uh, Kristen. And Kristen, yeah. Uh, and Carver, who is the uh, the major, ah, uh, yes. goes to pick up Anna from the diner for her protection. Uh, get in there just in the nick of time, because David arrives shortly thereafter. Uh, and, you know, Kristen happens to be working at this time, questioning uh, her about, you know, well, where's Anna? Uh, and, you know, she basically tells David, like, you know, she just left, you know, wants to know where she's at, doesn't really know the whereabouts. And David really doesn't get the answer that uh, he's looking for, like nothing mm-hmm. definite. Uh, and he ends up shooting Kristen and then tosses two grenades into the diner before he walks out. <laughs> and, of course, you get yeah. like the very stereotypical uh, action sequence of the explosion Walking behind away. him. <laughs> Not, not to the point yeah. where it's, like, so much that it, like, blows him forward or anything, but, you know, it's, no. a, it's still the walk-away, like, badass fire all around your back and everything. But I was like, that was my question. I was like, I know he has grenades. What, are these going to come into play at any point? So I'm glad yes, they, they followed do. through. <laughs> yeah, Chekhov's grenade. You see a grenade, a grenade's going to get used. 
All right, so we got some more of the backstory for David. Uh, so David was the subject of a medical experiment. Thanks, military. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't know too much outside of what that experiment is. I'm, that I'm, a, I'm assuming. Really, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's super strange. I'm assuming they're try, uh, trying to train like the 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 secret soldier. Wouldn't be my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. turns out, you know, he had killed several people and escaped the military hospital. Uh, and he was the one who started the fire, and he did that to uh, basically throw the military police off, you know, of his, his, sense, yeah. his trail. Uh, so basically, before they could figure out what had happened, the trail had run cold. Uh, before the KPG could figure out what had happened, and by then he was already running to the Petersons uh, at the start of the movie, basically. Mm-hmm. But so so already, like, okay, this this guy has uh, ni- nineteen kills in, Ooh. not even including the war. By the time he enters the Petersons' home for the first time, so goodness, that's well well beyond a serial killer status. Uh, by by this point, not that we actually see the fire, uh, in in this case. Uh, but you know, this is when we head to, uh, the schoolyard, and you know we have Luke who's there right now serving his detention. You know, getting everything uh-huh. hooked up for uh the Halloween dance. Uh, yes. Anna is Winter with and, and, Carver. Yeah. And, you know, we, we kind of see the whole gymnasium turned into, like, a haunted house type setup. They got it a maze really going good. on. And high school decorated that well. But, you know, that's when, that's, that's movies for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, where are these schools getting this budget? Seriously. I know. <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is not how my school would would have looked for a Halloween dance. Hell, we didn't even have a Same. Halloween dance. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Just a couple of shitty streamers and some badly cut pumpkins. You know, mm-hmm. construction paper done. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, David arrives to detention, turns off the lights, and of course, the the perfect the perfect sequence here <laughs> in this movie immediately uh, puts on the mix CD, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This Thank is perfect. You, this is perfect. Thanks, David. <laughs> you know, so so Anna can die to the songs that she put on the CD specifically for David. You know, it's a perfect it's backdrop. It's style. Yeah. <laughs> it's having a little bit of style. Uh, so you have uh, the teacher, whoever is on duty for this attention. Uh, you know, kind of like running ahead in the maze after uh, the whole lights turn off. Uh, and, you know, gets his throat slashed for his efforts by, mm-hmm. by, by David. Uh, Carver... It's also taken out by David, uh, which went after David by himself. I mean, we know that he's really dangerous, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, I got this." Yeah, Mister, don't, I'm like, don't worry, kids, I'll protect old. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just me. All my men were killed by him. Don't worry. Yeah, don't go to the diner either. Yep. Oh, Carver, he should have called for reinforcements from the cage KPG. Hmm. He, 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 KPG. Yeah. KGB. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, they all they all blend together. They're all special forces. But you know, in yeah. this case, you know, Car- Carver is killed off, and you know, it's just between David and the kids in this case. And Luke is still so blinded by the fact, like, hey, you know, I just want to, like I just, that, I just want to talk to David. You know, he's not that bad of a guy. And Anna's like, uh, dude, 
You fucking killed our parents. <laughs> He's like, no, not no, David. he we wouldn't. Are do we talking that. about the same David? <laughs> yeah, my David would never do that. No, handsome David. No, <laughs> the dude with the eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they play up his eyes a lot in this one. Like, he's got they... really intensely blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few scenes where he's just, like, staring off into uh, space. Because, yeah, because of the eyeballs. Yeah. Good-looking eyeballs. It's very very intense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they want they want you to have, like, that, that 180 side of him where, you know, you have that very, uh, very kind-natured aspect of David, but then you have, like, the very stern... And command inside of David in this movie. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. so Anna is trying to be very protective of her younger brother. Luke, just just hide. Uh, and, uh, you know, Luke does have the butterfly knife on him. Uh, he, he does have it out. He is wielding it. Uh, so he will look to defend himself should David actually find him uh, in this case. And David gets distracted by a noise and walks through the maze to find uh, that Carver's gun has been taken. So, you know, that kind of narrows it down by uh, who could actually have it, because it's only, you know, Anna and Luke. Uh, and good on Anna. In this. So, mm-hmm. good for her for actually trying to defend herself, because she wasn't going to take him on, like, a straight yeah. one-on-one fight. Exactly. And, like, you know, he's pretty smart, so mm-hmm. uh, her being able to, like, you know, turn the tables a little bit was, you know, good for her. Right. So, you do have that moment where Anna kind of gets uh, the, the jump on David, uh, where... Uh, David's back is actually to her, and David turns around to get shot in the chest. Uh, So we see David kind of, like, falling down. And, of course, you know, because this is a Halloween dance, there's fog machines blowing everywhere. (laughs) I have a fog machine. I need to take that fucker out and start using it. Because, you know, if you have a fog machine, you should use a fog machine. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I mean, that's kind of the point of having a fog machine is to, you know, Mm -hmm. make fog. (laughs) <laughs> what else can you do with hog. it <laughs> it's got a name it's the fog hog uh-huh. then you can play a foghorn I wish Yeah, I'm sure your neighbors <laughs> would love that <laughs> I'm cooking fish and I'm playing some foghorn but you know Anna, Anna in this case she, she, she kind of does the rookie move right she like she moves forward okay let me make sure he's uh, he's taken care of uh, gets stabbed in the leg well, that's the thing, though. I mean, I know it's the rookie move, but it is also the smart move. Like, you need to make sure. Well, you sh- actually no, you don't approach them. She should have shot him again if she had any bullets. Well, I don't know if she had. My- she also couldn't see him either, though, because of the amount of fog right, in it. So true. I can understand her like wanting to move forward to like kind of like brush it's it aside. Kill, though. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so she's right on doing that, and then like that's where you know she sees the mm-hmm. scone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a moment where. I suppose the dead serial killer comes back to life for one final scare. Yes, and you and you know you'd be disappointed if he didn't, so let's not pretend mm-hmm. we don't need it. Yep, we absolutely we're, needed we're, it. We're part of the problem. We're part of the problem. <laughs> That's why there's a cliche, because we require it. Yeah. <laughs> so Anna gets stabbed in the leg, uh, fires off the, the pistol again, shooting a lantern uh, that uh, starts to like break out of fire, because, you know, there's like hay and shit in this maze. In the gymnasium. <laughs> and uh, all this money on the gymnasium that make it really flammable with these kids yeah. in here. Yeah, good idea. But uh, it was going to get hot in there one way or the other. Agreed. It's, there's just going to be too many bodies in, in the gym because it's a dance. Uh, but, you know, David at this point is looking to kill Anna by choking her to death. 
But Luke comes in with the butterfly knife to save her. So Luke finally growing some more balls in this case. Uh, and stabs David in the chest. And, you know, David kind of, like, collapses. And he's, like, kind of, like, uh, sitting up. And he, he looks at Luke and is just like, you know, you did the right thing. <laughs> and, like, before he collapses, he gives Luke the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I saw that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this is now that you're now that we're going through it like this. Now I'm starting to get really strong, like babysitter vibes. And I'm wondering if like this, the babysitter sort of concept was based on this a little bit. Okay. The lovable, lovable killers kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Supportive of, of their victims, killers kind of thing. <laughs> Very attractive killers kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Write it down. I thought of that. That's mine. Yeah, you can have it. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I just, the, the thumbs up made me laugh so hard because I'm just like, but this, wh why? I mean, I guess he is glad to see that, like, him being there, regardless of all the kills, like, he did help the family. He helped Luke deal with the high school bullying, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's becoming more of a man in this case, and now he is the man of the house because, uh, you know, Spencer got killed in a head-on collision. Yeesh, I don't know how much house is left after all those bullets. That that is true. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I I don't think Luke is gonna know how to how to handle that or Anna in this case. But anyways, uh, so we have the police and the fire department hitting the scene after uh, David collapses, and you know we hear some of the chit chat between you know the the fire department uh, saying like, hey, like only two bodies were found inside. <laughs> Dun dun no. dun. Dun dun dun. And uh, their teeth were missing. <laughs> so this is the other thing. You know, it got me thinking, well, David didn't really have trinkets from the kills. Mm -hmm. So why did he start in that situation? They weren't trinkets. Maybe he was just trying to uh, disrupt the ID of the body so that he could pretend so that they could be satisfied that maybe he was one of them. Maybe. I, okay, I can see that. It just made more Maybe. sense in the case of Carver more so than I don't know where the he teacher. had the time, though, to pull out some fucking teeth, though. What, did he have pliers on him? And then he went in there and he pulled a bunch? Come on. I mean, the uh, I the know, teacher did kind of, like, have that flashlight that was, like, kind of, like, heavy duty. Maybe he used that to knock the teeth out. That's a good point, because then at that point, it just takes a couple of hits mm -hmm. and... Yeah, okay. That, okay. that, that would be board. my I'm guess. <laughs> I'm overanalyzing this. <laughs> um, I'm back on board. And he's got his disc man with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back on board. And he's just going to be running and hopefully not skipping any any of the synth wave on <laughs> his uh, his route back. Like, really flat on your palm mm -hmm. you're running. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like a waiter, basically, just holding it up, right? Yep. That, that's that's basically how that works. Exactly. I don't know. It's been so long since I'm using it's this. It's been man. so fucking long. A lot longer than 2014, though. Yeah. A lot longer than that. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, you know, Anna and Luke are getting checked out by the EMTs, and Anna's head kind of perks up when she sees David leaving the scene as one of the firemen. Yeah, because <laughs> he's escape. limping, and that's like, oh, no, a limping fireman, because that's how you can tell. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's kind of suspicious, and I know David had a limp, and then, oh, fuck. Look at those bright blue Man. eyes. Yeah, then credits. It's David. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, good stuff. Good movie. I liked it a lot. Um, like you said, it's very vague. You don't get a lot of answers, but that's okay, because it's, uh, 
it's it's really effective. It's really mm-hmm. good at what it's trying to do. It's trying to ha- let you know give you the sort of roller coaster of emotions in regards to David, and it's really good at that. And yeah, I had a really good time, as I've mentioned before, mm-hmm. in a very horny way. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's understandable. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude really deserves it. On yeah, this there's one. there's a- <laughs> there's a lot of sex appeal in this movie across the he board. Was- he like like I said, he was like the ma- the male lead in Downton Abbey for like the first five seasons, and I never had a like a reaction to him the mm-hmm. entire time he was on that show. And I, I feel really shallow now because clearly it's because he worked out a bunch. Yeah, and then then you see him coming out of the shower, and you're like, wait, you're what? Like, That's what was under that this phone. entire time? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, I'll send you a picture of what he looked like in Downton Abbey again. I've I've never there. seen Downtown Abbey, so I wouldn't know what to actually compare downtown, it to. Downtown. It's not downtown. <laughs> oh, Downton. Downton. You know, I don't pay attention to these British shows. They're fucking awesome. <laughs> but that's okay, man. It's you do you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, re- right, really, really go. fun movie. And, you know, like, it kind of reminded me, at least the pacing of Unhinged with Russell Crowe. I don't know if you ever saw that one. <sighs> It dealt a lot no, with like road. It was like a road rage uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out in twenty twenty, <laughs> but yeah, like that that one kind of has like a lot of like slasher elements for that mm-hmm. type of movie. But it was very similar, like pace wise, uh, for that sort of setup. Okay, but it, it didn't really have it didn't really have like the the cool factor of this one did. And you know, a lot yeah. of that to me definitely revolves around the aesthetics. As I said, you know, having the eighties synth wave, having a lot of, uh, you know, the color schemes, having a lot of things to look at. You know, always uh-huh. helps too. So yeah, David. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about a lot of people in this movie. I'm talking about David. So all in all, I give it two big thumbs up. You know, this was a really fun movie. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, it's I hadn't seen it since it came out, actually. So mm-hmm. uh, I was really glad to have the opportunity to watch it again. And surprised that I still had the same reaction, particularly since I knew like the big twist at the end of him killing the trying to kill the family. Because, of course, your first instinct is, oh, yeah, we're going to change you with our love. You're now part of our family. Yeah, no, that's not. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, but it's yeah, it's it's good shit. It's good shit. Absolutely. So just a reminder: next week, Halloween Kills twenty twenty one. I cannot wait. This, of course, directed by David Gordon Green, and I know this is coming out in theaters also on Peacock this Friday. Uh, that would be what October fifteenth. Yes, that sounds about right. Yeah, is. yeah. So uh, bingo night. <laughs> oh, are you gonna watch Bingo Hell while you play bingo? No, I'm throwing <laughs> a bingo night. Oh, you're I throwing should, a bingo night. I should have like put, you know, maybe I should put Bingo Hell in the background. That'd be fucking rad. Holy crap! Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, then you can have some bingoception. Yeah. Um, and I then everyone will get mad because you know three. you're not you're not giving away like a hundred thousand dollars like in Bingo Hell. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. I'm giving out like fucking a bottle of wine. It's not a lot. <laughs> it's for the kids, man. It's a charity bingo. Oh, okay. For children with diseases. I mean, to be fair, that guy kind of was doing charity. You know, I did make some of their dreams come true. Granted, oh, for yeah. a very you know short amount of time, but that's that's besides yeah, the point. Yeah, not even like 24 <laughs> hours, man. That was kind of shitty. I'm like seriously, <laughs> shit, fuck. And other curse words that I know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what is on the docket for next week? Yeah, it's Halloween kills. Ugh, 
Halloween Kills. I thought we were doing Creep Show. <laughs> I thought you were just going to watch Halloween Kills and then we were going to talk about it. But no, I'm excited. This is going to be fantastic. It should be a good time. One of the few times I should be cover, covering like a brand new release. Uh, and, you know, like, I'm just glad that this is getting a simultaneous release on streaming services because this was one of the, like, big releases that a lot of people were kind of worried about uh, due to the pandemic, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, part of that was just the fact that, you know, there have been other movies uh, that probably didn't get as many eyeballs as they should have from, uh, you know, that distributor. Yeah, and then now they're getting sued. Well, you know, because they did streaming releases rather than theatrical releases, which, mm-hmm. you know, took some money out of the pockets of some people. So, and when you fuck with somebody's money, you're going to get the horns. Yeah, because money has you horns. Know, this uh, this entire time, I've been looking at a picture of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the dog's name again? Uh, Baxter. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, oh, uh, we actually we actually named him Baxter because my grandma couldn't pronounce that name because she calls him Bastard. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a cute dog, man. Good yeah, job. My my dog Good is job, dog. my dog is old as fuck. Oh, <laughs> he's like sixteen. What is he doing? Like when you say you're gonna let him out, does he just like hang out on the porch while you're doing your podcast? No, <laughs> I let him out for like a couple of minutes and I came back in. <laughs> After he oh, did his business. He's not, like, okay. outside. Outside. I thought you were like, no, dog. You're going to make too much noise. You need to be outside. Nah, it's not like that. He's he's pretty chill. <laughs> he, he's art. old. He's pretty chill. <laughs> oh, I need one of those. He, he, he would, that's just supposed to hang He's out. probably napping downstairs while we speak. Oh, Baxter. <laughs> okay, Halloween Kills. So excited. Yep. Next week. This. Ooh, Sh- and next week, I what? will be taking, uh, we will be, I will be recording from Chicago as well. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Nice. Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that'll that's, be fun. Yeah. That's also going to be, like, my birthday episode. What? Oh, happy birthday. You doing anything special? Um, well, I mean, I'm going to Disney World next Thursday. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty special. That's like also that. pretty expensive, because, you know, Disney. Yeah, that's, yeah. that is not cheap. So, but that's really fun. That's really cool. Yeah, so that'll be on Thursday, so don't freak out, guys. I know we normally release uh, on Podcatchers on Thursdays. I will just schedule the release because that's what I've been doing every single week, so don't have to worry about uh, the podcast being late or anything like that. It just means I have to edit sooner. Yeah, because people are really fucking worried about that. Yes! Oh, no! We can't, we can't not have our wrap-up of... Uh, what? What? Of spook- Spooktober. <laughs> Spooktober. Did you see? Uh, there was this meme going around about um, uh, Peacocktober. Okay. Well, just that—that that was the the joke. That you're like, "Ooh, Halloween makes sense. Mm-hmm. It flows. Halloween, and then Peacock. How about Peacocktober? <laughs> Which does not flow. It does not sound yeah. good. It's just—it was just kind of hilarious. All right, that wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. So if you guys are looking to contact the show, you can do so a couple of different ways. I can find us on Instagram. That will be our, our tag is handle with scare pod. We also have our new YouTube channel. Please go Yay. check out our scream blind reaction video as well as, you know, whatever else we're going to throw on there. 
soon. Wait, you should also tell them how to differentiate it from the other handle whisker. Well, like we don't we don't have like an official like URL because it's just a randomized one until we get to like a hundred ah. subscribers. So that is a work in progress. So you know, the more of you that head over there and subscribe, the better. Because then, hold on, I I actually. I should actually look up to see if they actually have the name or not. Mm-hmm. So we we could we we could we could race. <laughs> we could race, and I I um I didn't listen to their show. Okay, but yeah, they're they have, they're not close uh, either. Two ladies, and then we're we're a gentleman and a lady over here, and I'm making assumptions, but that's what we that's what I think is happening. That, that's that's what it is. But it's it's okay. it's a it's gonna be a race to 100 subscribers to get the URL first. So we're gonna win. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make Let's it my mission. My mother. Yeah, get get everyone Mom, you know. Mom. Hey, subscribe to our channel. Uh, Damn it! And click on the bell. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can also find the YouTube link on our website, uh, which will be handlewithscarepod.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter at handlewithscare, and you can email us at handlewithscare. Pod Yay. at gmail.com, all those good things. Uh, but we for got now, ones. <laughs> yeah, we have we have we have all of these things. All of our social media links are on our on our website, uh, so you, know, you can find everything there. Uh, but yeah. in, enjoy your weeks. Go check out Halloween Kills, whether it is via streaming or in theaters. It's gonna be a good yeah. time, and I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of killing involved because I mean, they, they, you you can't ironically name a Halloween movie like that, right? Like that's just no. not that's not a thing. It's like House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Like, you just need to have a lot of corpses. Yeah. You have to have a lot of kills. Well, I don't think there was actually a thousand, but, you know, I, I don't think but anyone that was is... was a letdown, wasn't it? I, I don't think anyone set in the threshold at a thousand. Hmm. I don't know about that. But let's discuss <laughs> next week. Absolutely. So for now, guys, thank you so much for checking out another episode of Handle with Scare. You've been listening to episode number 29, talking all about... Uh, the hotness of the guest. I've been your host, Emily Drug, joined as always by Holly Hooch. I'm take a cold <laughs> and we'll see you back <laughs> next Wednesday. Where's that husband of mine? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>